but the guy ruins it. Hello, welcome to the Bamboo and Tim podcast. My Are you talking about like Pusha T? The or the no guy Alice? that ran into a flow with the hoes. You give me wave talk. I'll give you faith walk. <laughs> yeah, it's Pusha T. <laughs> that dude fucking sucks. You what? You don't like that? No, it's the worst part of the song I by like far. It. It's the worst part of the song. I like Because you part. get this really melodic beginning with... Uh, uh, and then it goes, I'll give you faith walk. It just doesn't vibe. It was a singing song. That's not a freaking rapping song. Dude, you should have seen that song live, bro. It was insane. I wish I went. That's like one of my biggest regrets. That $20 concert. Like mm-hmm. now watching that back, I was literally going through that. I just went through like a day where I just watched all these live performances. I think like Emily was like, oh, let's watch a live performance. And then I started watching all these live performances and I saw that and I was like, I could have gone with Nathan, but I didn't. <laughs> and I am kicking myself in the foot for that. Or what is the saying? Kicking myself in the dick. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I'm kicking whatever you kick. Speaking of uh, kicking, we saw Joe Biden kick off Donald Trump for for presidency. I totally forgot about that. We totally can do that. How do you I mean, feel I, about did, that? I didn't forget about that, but for a second while talking to you, it was right out of my right, mind. Right. Um, it you happened. know, yeah, you know, um, I felt good. Um, I was like, yeah, okay, we got a new president now. I'm kind of uh, ready for that to be new, fresh blood. What do you think about people saying that uh, it's a fraudulent election and that um, Trump should have won? I don't know if, like, the voter fraud that's being brought up is... Okay, even if it's true, right? Like, it would need to be yeah. enough votes that were frauded to not only swing... One state, but several states. It's like four or five. That it's it's four right. if he gets Pennsylvania, and then five if he doesn't. I think. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's. I mean, here's the thing: if there really is voter fraud, like that's not good. Yeah. Like that. That's like a threat to like our very democracy. Well, my my view on it is that like. I don't mind that he's doing these lawsuits. I don't mind, and I don't mm. even mind that he's saying that there's fraud. Like whatever. Like if that's the case, like go look at it. You know what I mean? Like, sure. We, and I think that the poll watchers being blocked, like it's, they have a really good excuse this year by saying COVID, you know what I mean? Where it's like, they have an excuse, but they should have let those people in. Obviously that needs to be really enforced in the next election. I don't think that was good, but you know what? It happened and we should change what happened there. Absolutely. These lawsuits should play out in court and see what they can find, investigate, obviously. Um, but but I don't see any problem because I'm watching these like my right wing news channels like Steven Crowder and Ben Shapiro. And I don't like what they say about like the negative light on Joe Biden personally on him declaring victory. It's like if Donald Trump was the projected winner and the same thing was happening in the reverse order, of course, Donald Trump would accept victory. You know what I mean? Anyone in that situation, it's not Joe Biden's fault that they say that he's president. You know what I mean? Like anyone in that position is not going to say, let's wait it out. You know what I mean? Like, especially with that big of a lead. Right. So it's like, I don't understand the criticism on Joe Biden. You know what I mean? It's like anyone in Joe Biden's position would be doing what he's doing from my perspective. I think you have a good perspective. Like we should encourage like the lawsuits and we should encourage this to, you know, we got to make sure this is legit. And I'd say even if I'm Joe Biden, I would encourage the lawsuits because you want to make sure you win fairly. And you also want to make sure that 
you know, like, um, the, these things, if there was any fraud, like that doesn't happen because that's right. like, that goes beyond politics. That's just like our actual American, you know, democracy. But I get the same, working. I get the same vibe as like the Russian theories back in 2016, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Which we looked into, right? Which there's an investigation on, but like the same vibe of like, that's kind of like, there's not that much evidence, you know, to say that. So that's why personally, when I look at Trump's Twitter page, not right. like not policy wise, just as me as a person looking at Donald Trump, I think that he is he, he, he's being pathetic is honestly the only way I could describe it, because he, he, it's just so pathetic. If you just read some of these tweets, I'm trying to go through, but he's tweets so much. I'm only one day back. I want to go five days back. But Literally on Thursday or Friday, I think it was Friday they called it, right? So on Friday when they called it, Donald Trump instantly said, I won this election. I'm the president. Like, it's crazy. Like, I was like, what the heck? Where is it? Oh, wait, wait. Okay, I'm getting close to it. I want to do it perfectly. Um, He said, stop the count, blah, blah, blah. Dude, now they're like censoring his tweets. That's crazy. Oh, they censored this. You had to click something even to read this. That's I don't like that. But I easily win, win the presidency of the United States with legal votes cast. The observers were not allowed in in any way, shape, or form. Okay, and then the Supreme Court should decide. Okay. And then, wait, let me just see this one. Oh, wait, no, that's his press conference. Sorry. Sorry. I'm going to get to it. Dead air, dead air. God damn it, Trump. Why do you have to tweet so damn much? Why do they have to, they're literally censoring him, though you have to click like twice. Yeah, he's basically was just like saying, I'm the president, even after like Joe Biden, even like it's so clear that even if there's fraud, we've only seen, we've seen fraud, there always is fraud, you know what I mean, of some kind, like the people who are dead voting, but it's always in the hundreds of votes. So it's like, it's going to be really hard for him to say that, to prove that you know, whatever it is, like, I think it needs, like, 300,000 votes in specific locations. I think it's almost statistically impossible to prove that. Like, it's just going to be too hard. So, I mean, I don't know. I think Joe Biden looked good out there, though, on his acceptance speech. I don't know. What did you think about that? I mean, like, you know, he's, I think, I didn't really get to watch the whole speech, but I did see, like, the part where he was talking about, like, this isn't about red states or blue states. I mean, we're still divided, but at the same time, like, I'm glad he's just, like, pushing that message. Yeah. And, you know, if, like, if, I don't, I'm one, not one of those people who, like, like, uh, thinks Trump actually won. Like, I feel like Biden probably won. But, like, you know, even if he did win, like, I just want to make sure he won, like, fairly. Sure. Yeah, I think so, like, too. I don't think that's controversial that's, at all. You know what I you mean? You know, like, just yeah, like, it's not, like, I just make sure he won fairly. If he won fairly then like i definitely support him as president because he's our president so yeah you know like that's all i that's how i feel about it like you know it's not like anyone who's saying that we shouldn't look into if there's fraud like i think that's kind of scary yeah because you know if there if you really want fair and square like what do you have to hide right like there's nothing to hide if like there's if it's not true it's not true you know yeah i mean that's how the russia thing was the russia thing wasn't true it wasn't true but you know right I, I agree. I think so, that I think that people should just be like, yeah, just let these lawsuits like what's the big deal? Like nothing illegal has been done. 
You yeah. Know? So it's like from the policy standpoint, I agree with you 100%. Like, yeah, let the lawsuits play out. Let everything get investigated. And just, especially for the next election, we don't want there to be fraud. So obviously this was the first time we've been doing like the unsolicited ballots. So of course we want to get information on that regardless of the outcome. I feel like we should have already been tracking that, you know, because this is like, we've never done unsolicited ballots like this. Right. And so, yeah, of course. But from a personal level, I think Donald Trump is being not so good. I don't like, I don't like his attitude towards the whole thing, Mm. but yeah. Yeah. Did you see Paula White's um, uh, prayer for Donald Trump? No, who's Paula White? Okay, I don't know, but she's some preacher. So you know that guy who's in the um, what the fuck bra uh, like videos, like the election videos of songs. Oh, there's a guy. Who, you know like, the guy who's like who's he like who makes um, him from God, Ken Copeland. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's she's like a Ken Copeland uh, type. Okay. Um, and so she had this speech. Um, a prayer for Trump and then oh wait this is a meme remix I just want to see the original clip I think this is the original clip oh wait here let me turn this down and so she did this like really like funny ass speech like prayer against the election against America against that who you have declared to be in the White House this is all a prayer I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. The Lord says it is done. The Lord says it is done. The Lord says it is done. For I hear victory, 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 victory in the quarters of heaven. In the quarters of heaven, victory, 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 victory. For angels are being released right now. Angels are being dispatched right now. Hamanda Aka this is not a language for angels have even dispatched from africa right now africa right now africa right now from africa right now they're coming here they're coming here in the name of jesus from okay so she says like this really weird wacky prayer right and she's like right like she's like so she just starts like apparently she's so overwhelmed by the lord that she's speaking like that okay so that's the reason i've never felt that from the lord but i mean if you have you have and so then our boy what the fuck bro who makes these quality videos right. obviously he strike did this and strike and strike and strike until you have victory for every enemy that is aligned against you let there be that we would strike the Ken Copeland doing the same thing. Got a fire. That's pretty much it. Isn't that great? That is great. I, I love the part where he combined the continents in the video. Yes. Like, <laughs> from from Africa. From something America. It's so good. Shout out preachers. Shout out preachers. That's cr- Have you ever seen that at church? People speaking in tongues? Yeah, I have. No way. Does it sound yeah. like that? 
Um, it's like you don't really know. It just sounds like what is it? What what? It's just it just it's like garbled like language. Like it's not like any language. It's just what is the biblical reasoning behind that? The biblical reasoning is like, do you remember the uh, like in Acts when like the Holy Spirit came down on like the disciples and then they started like speaking in different languages? Do you remember that part of the Bible? Um, I remember the part of the Bible where they were trying to build. They were all praying together. I remember the thing where they were trying to build a building to heaven. You remember that? Oh, yeah. And then mm. I remember that part where he separated the languages. Yeah, so that's in like Genesis, like Tower of Babel. I don't remember the one where he did it to the disciples. So I, yeah, so in like the first church, like um of like of Acts, you know, um, they were, they were like the first church and they were praying and they were like how do we spread this message, you know, to like everyone else? And then the Holy spirit, which had never come down before to people like came down and then went to the hearts and they all started speaking in tongues, mm. which tongues is not, doesn't necessarily mean like it's, it doesn't necessarily mean like gibberish. Like right. it could be gibberish, but it could also be like, there have been people who've spoken in tongues who like, like where the person they're praying for, like only they know what, they're saying like it's really weird like basically it's the holy spirit i think i have heard about biblically that. speaking i don't know if she's like being if she's being biblical with her prayer but like biblically speaking the speaking in tongues is when the holy spirit is speaking through you like so profoundly that you're supernaturally like either just talking to god like kind of in gibberish or you're talking to someone specifically like mm -hmm. you could be like like, let's say, like, I'm praying for you, and then I start speaking in tongues, and you're, like, like, and some from remote, some from some, like, remote village, and, you like, I didn't know your language, but all of a sudden I start speaking in tongues, and you understand exactly what I said. Like, that happens. Got it. Stuff like that. So, just, like, you're, like, like you aren't even speaking anymore, like, the language right. is, like, yeah. That's what's supposed to be in the Bible, but I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's It's sad because saying. a lot of, um, they call it prosperity gospel, so that's, like, the Kevin Copeland, like, the, um... Benny Hinn's like those those are the people, seem pretty fake right it's like they're like fakely using tongues like they're they're not even it's not even that's biblical. what I thought that's obviously like she's probably yeah. I don't want to assume for her but she's probably in that category because it's like like yeah like you, you could be there's been um like fake false prophets I guess who like will have like people come up and like they'll like quote unquote heal them and unless you're like praying in tongues they think you're not actually a christian and that's like that's totally not true at all that's just not not even true like you could be a christian yeah. your whole life and never speak in tongues like that's not even a it's not a requirement like it's just yeah i yeah i've never heard and of you that shouldn't like being and you shouldn't pretend to be speaking in tongues either like i feel like a lot of them are like pretending yeah and they're making a big deal of it like usually people who speak in tongues too like at least when i've seen it happen like actually happen is it's not like wait you've seen it actually happen yeah like there's can a we guy, can i want to hear that story um so i went to like i used to go to vineyard and vineyard is what a lot of people would call like a i went to vineyard for yeah, 13 years a very familiar it's a with very charismatic church that's what people like call it so basically really like, that's what people wait so what does that mean so there's different kinds of like churches sorry i'm sorry i asked so many questions but like that's no, yeah, so interesting like, to there's me. different like and i'm also speaking because i know like christian would be listening to this and I, I know christian probably has a lot to add to this stuff too but there's a lot of like different kinds of churches in terms of like how you approach things like prayer spontaneous healing mm -hmm. like these things and like there's certain churches who 
Yeah, obviously everyone believes in like the same fundamental truths, but when it comes to something like the Holy Spirit, there are certain churches like Vineyard who are a lot more charismatic, which means that they kind of don't really follow like a structure as much when they're leading services and stuff. So like, it's not uncommon for them to say something like, I feel like the Holy Spirit is telling me that there is someone right now who has a broken leg and then someone with a broken leg stands up or like, I guess like would like hobble over i've seen that before and they literally just like they'd like heal them like in the name of jesus obviously they won't they won't be the ones healing them and it's kind of like they're in that more like charismatic section because that's usually where you hear like the people speaking in tongues because that's when they are praying for you they're they believe in like it's not just like everyone believes in this but they like they're a lot more outspoken about it like for instance like um like uh, prophecy and stuff like that like there'll be people who pray and they'll like they just feel like oh this is gonna happen to you and it won't be like something like crazy like you're like you know like you're gonna get hit by a bullet or something like that like tomorrow yeah it's like god is wants me to tell you that he has this plan for you and it's not gonna be like to buy this house at this street it's gonna be like maybe he wants he's like you have a like something in ministry and you know i, I don't know right yeah yeah i've and heard sometimes that in those times prayers you'll hear them like interlace like tongues in it and um i've i've seen like so the you people- saw pastor what's his name matt matt is that the pastor well, west 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 never, west, west never spoken tongues around me there is yeah. only a couple pastors i've seen speaking tongues i can't believe for me, but not not west wasn't one of them but like when you wow. when they speak in tongues what i've this is what i feel like is the difference between correctly speaking in tongues and i'm not saying there's a correct and incorrect version what i'm saying is like someone who's actually spiritually possessed by the holy spirit versus someone who's just doing it for fanfare and for like spectacles and right. stuff is like i've noticed that the people who actually speak in tongues do so discreetly and they don't like unless you're actually like really like standing next to them like really hard like and you might hear them like briefly mutter like something like it's not supposed to be like a spectacle a, on like, a mic look, like look at me like the I'm odds sp- of it happening on a microphone obviously are lower so i'd say i would say that like it's not meant to like draw attention and yeah and i know that it's not you're not supposed to bring st- like statistics in it but this is just right. how my mind right, goes right, right right and so my mind works like this too it's like if something that crazy is going to happen, that the Holy Spirit is going to enter you, which I think we could both agree is probably a pretty rare thing. Like it hasn't happened to either yeah. one of us, even when we were in the church and into it, you know what I mean? And so we're not for that. That's me, not you saying that. Um, but like statistically it happening on mics so often with an audience is just impossible. You know what I mean? For that to happen. And they're all doing the time. it for like attention. Like you'll notice when you watch, those kind of sermons like those tv sermons when they do speak in tongues they're always like and then like the person like falls to the ground there's like people cheering like people, you have to find me a there, clip there's I have like to there's see like, this. no it's like yeah there's like i have never seen that side in tongues and i've been like, in the, i was in the christian church for like you know yeah well 18 that's, years that's like false gospel like the people who do that on tv like i, I i'd say like i didn't even know about that false gospel I category think, i think I almost 100% of like those TV pastors are false prophets because they, they treat church like a business. Yeah. And that's not what church is supposed to be like. Their whole goal is to make as much money as they can from their congregation. They're acting. They're acting. They're acting. You know, we all know this from like just entertainment in general is like what draws clicks are, 
you know, really Have you seen huge... Ken Copeland, man? That dude's crazy. Yeah, exactly. That's why they preach like that. That's why they do the whole tongues thing. Like, I don't think tongues was, and this could be wrong, but like, I honestly, just based on my personal experience, what I've seen is I don't think tongues is meant to be an attention grabber. It's not supposed to be, hey, look at me. I'm a Christian. Well, I think we like, both know from firsthand experience that the best pastors are not the ones with those crazy personalities. You know what I mean? Like discreet. Yeah. They're low key. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, like those people with those great personalities, like they could do a great speech, but it's like, you know, they're the entertainers. Best, the best pastors, pastors are entertainers. Yes, they're exactly. Teachers. And we like, we know like good teachers aren't like, they aren't superstars. They're not celebrities they're like down to earth they connect with you and they call you out for your bs and yeah. i feel like they're not general all the time mm-hmm. they're not 100 percent general yeah they'll get very specific right you know what i mean right they'll they'll be get very personal but yeah. when you see like the preachers who are just super general jesus loves you jesus loves everyone in here blah blah, blah. you know what I that's mean? one thing that like joel olstein and a lot of them like don't they they they're false teachers because not because they're teaching a different religion. They're, they're only showing like part of Christianity, the part that's going to make them money. That's what I hated too, is whenever I went to Pondo Mm. and I went to like, we were in the woods, we were in this area where, you know, it's super cool. It's super serene, no cell phones, no cell service. You know what I mean? Just, just an escape you know it just felt different there was a different vibe up there you know what i mean and i just saw cross point sometimes i didn't I, I shouldn't have said the actual church whatever the the church that took us there just kind of be a little bit manipulative and take advantage of that situation for their own pleasure i feel like because like the they would mentality. get us up into a room, all of us into a room at the end of it, after we felt the vibes, after we heard the church song, they got someone playing acoustic guitar in the background. Mm-hmm. We're in the woods. It's freezing. It's warm inside. You know what I mean? Like it's that feeling that you have. And then they'd say, you know, and then they would try to get people to accept Jesus into their hearts and their whole preach to get people to do that. I felt like was so manipulative. You know, it wasn't organic at all. Right. It was just, if you're feeling something tonight, that's the Holy Spirit telling you that you need to accept God into your heart. And if you're feeling that right now, I want you to stand up, come to the front. We're going to pray for you. We're going to save your life from the devil today. You're not going to go to hell. Because guess what? If you don't do this, who knows what path you're going to go on. You're going to need to do this right now because right now mm. is the time that the Lord... And I'm just listening to this and I'm just like... Oh my God, because like, you know, you're feeling something, you're in right. the freaking mountains, you're having right. this cool experience. And so you're feeling something, if they're doing it like maybe in that situation, doing it quietly by yourselves, but making you stand up, go to the front. I just saw it as like a spectacle, you know what I mean? Right. To make everyone feel good. Yeah. That's just, and I was, that's just how I felt. I, I think I, with the prosperity gospel yeah. thing, it takes it like five steps further. So yeah. what they do is like, they don't even just call up people who like, want to be saved they call up people who are like injured actors and they're acting yeah they're literally acting because there's a there'll be people in the audience who have real disabilities right and they'll filter them out like before they go on stage they'll literally be like oh you go here like only like you go like someone with like they'll bring someone like really minor like oh i have like a headache or something and they'll go up to the dude and he'll be like speaking tongues and he'll push them he'll like he'll push them but like they'll it doesn't look like he pushed them, but like, and they'll fall back. And there's people there who catch them. It's like this weird. It looks like Jeopardy or not Jeopardy. Jeopardy's boring. Like some Wheel of Fortune, like crazy, like game show. It almost looks like a game show. And it's 
it's crazy because he's like, oh, you got healed and he's speaking in tongues and they're in their sermons. They always say it's like steps further than what you're talking about, where they're just only talking about how, you know, if you're a Christian, you're going to be blessed. You're going to make a lot of money. You're going to get a nice car like you're like, which is not biblical at all. No. Anyone who knows like. It's supposed to be the opposite. It's, it's supposed opposite. to be that you're the one who's persecuted. Yeah. You're the one. This is they never, a they this will is never the hard say that. path. You they will I mean? never say that. And they actually. And one thing you've noticed in church is. Yeah, like in church, they do pass around offering thing, but in like prosperity gospel things, like they guilt trip you. To they pass like, out the Venmo. Like they're like they're, 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 they say the more you give, the more you're blessed. And that is completely yeah. like wrong. Like that is not biblical at all. That's yeah. just not how it works. Like God is not like an ATM where you just give him money and he gives you blessings. Like it's that's not how it works. That's one thing I don't like about the church too, is that they take this part of the Bible that says, the the person with a penny and the right. girl who only has a penny the guy who's super rich he goes in there he gives him a thousand bucks then there's a poor person on the street who only has like a equivalent to a penny and right. then she gives the penny and then god's like oh that's so much more valuable right and there's another part where it says like 10 percent to the church i don't know what that part is but i know that that's the main part and it's like i feel like that first lesson is so much more important that whole the whole 10 percent rule in the church is i just think such a stretch just to get people to give them a constant paycheck because realistically if you actually read the bible and you hear what they're saying what they're saying is just give as much as you can give be a generous person do as much good as you can in your life you know what i mean it's not a rule it's a it's a lifestyle you know what i mean right so i think like the best people are like the bill gates you know what i mean like or any regular everyday person who just like donates what they can to like the charity that they want like it doesn't have to go directly to the church like that 10 percent is not all that you're supposed to do you know what i mean it's a principle and so i i don't know i just think that like that whole like 10 percent you're good thing that people do it's just and also like if you're in college right now it's like, it's, it's like, you know, there's different justifications for it. And there's different points in your life where you can be more generous than others. Like, that's why I like Dave Ramsey's approach to that. And he's like a Christian and he does, um, the finance and stuff. And he's like, when you're in like the early stages, like you, you're, you're like, you're saving. If you don't have a freaking rainy day fund for you to, if something goes wrong, if you don't have that fund, you're that you're focusing on that. You know what I mean? And then when you start making a lot of money, then you become extremely generous because that and I, what do you think about that i mean i feel like one thing and this is why false prophets are so scary is because they're still quoting the bible like they're still like referencing do you agree with what text. i just said though or well what well what i'm gonna yeah, get to that yeah. what, what i'm saying is like is it's super easy to twist the bible like five degrees and have a completely different gospel and yeah. I feel like that's what the pros that's why it's called the prosperity gospel is like you see things like kind of like what you're saying is like the in my opinion the bible when it comes to tithing is you know you see the rich man right like Nicodemus go to Jesus and he's like what can I do to get to heaven he's just like sell give everything to the poor pretty much is right. what he says and you see this constant narrative you know Jesus saying come up and follow me get leave your things and follow me it's about sacrifice it's about letting go of materialism it's not about giving to the church jesus didn't even say give to the church yeah he said give to the poor i was i didn't want to say it because i don't remember and if even that was exact, but even when something. they asked him about taxing they said yeah should we pay taxes and he said give to caesar what belongs to caesar so jesus has never been someone who's like you know fund the church like just like 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 
it's always been about letting go of materialism. Don't let these worldly objects yeah. control your way of thinking. You should be based on, you should have an eternal mindset and be thinking about, you know, the long term, like what could you do to serve God? And if, you know, it's kind of like what Dave Ramsey said, like if, you know, serving God means like, hey, I want to go into business and start a business and serve God through my business, you need capital to start a business. And I don't think it's unbiblical to save money and be like, hey, I can't give like 90% of my money right. to the church right now because I have a long-term goal to serve God. I, God is, God's God. He doesn't need your money. You know what I'm saying? Like, and right. like, I think there's- And the church a, is not God. The church is, yeah, the church is like, like the God is in the church, but God is not like, the church like is not God. Like God is like fundamental to the church, but he's like- if you give money to the church, like it's, it is essentially the church is supposed to take that money and distribute it to the poor. That's what they're supposed to do. Or people in their church that are and yeah, ne- like, needy. In, yeah. Exactly. So, but the pastor gets a cut. Yeah. The people at the sermon get a cut. And that's, that part's definitely like kind of, I mean, pastors are obviously allowed to get paid. You know, obviously we want to pay our pastors, right. but there's a, you know, when you see Joel Olstein, who's like, or people in like Hillsong church, like, I'm not saying they're like bad people, but it's like their checks are like millions and millions. And you see pastors buying, buying private airplanes and stuff like that. Like that we just have, that's just unbiblical, like on every, any way you want to look at it. Yeah. How can you take their sermon seriously if they flew here in a private jet? Well, they make, they, dude, you should watch it, man. There's like pastors who literally convince your congregation they need a private jet. Like it's, this is TV gospel for you. Like that's why I'm saying. I've never heard of this category. I have never heard of this. I'm just like, it's like, what the fuck? They will, that's what I'm saying is you twist the gospel like five degrees one way. It's completely different. And the scary part is unless you're grounded in the Bible, like you won't be able to tell the difference because they're still quoting things. They're still being like, look, this girl gave like all her money and everyone's like, oh, I got to give. And then they say like, God does say he will bless you in the Bible. And they're like, yeah, like, oh, so you're going to be blessed. The whole thing, though, is like God talks about this as your riches are in heaven. Like, and if anything, you see time after time, you know, Paul and like Jeremiah, several kings who've in like, you know, first and second chronicles who literally served God, but were absolutely tortured, you know, killed. The disciples themselves all died very excruciating deaths. Oh, yeah. So like being a Christian like they, these prosperity gospel people, they talk about how nice it is to be a Christian, but they leave out all the hardship, which is like a well, huge part I'm of the sure Bible. I'm sure if you follow their version of Christianity, it is easy to be successful. It is. It is easy to be It doesn't even tell you. It's not it doesn't the real even, thing. Yeah, they basically just tell you like, live however you want, just give a lot of money to us and you'll be blessed. And it's like not even true. Like this is not even true. And if you read a lick of the Bible, it's not true. You know what I mean? It's like... And, it's just so weird. Have you ever seen a sermon go wrong? Have you ever seen a, a preaching go wrong? <laughs> what do you mean by go wrong? I'll tell you what I mean by go wrong. All right, all right. So one of the pastors was a youth pastor at the church I went to. Right. Um, and one day, it was a normal Wednesday night, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. youth group right. thing. And, you know, those were supposed to be, and I think this is not, this is fine. Like, no critique on this, but yeah. they're normally supposed to be like, bring your friends. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, we're just hanging out, like just kind of like, just just dipping your toes in to like Christianity, like not yeah. diving in, 
like or anything just a really friendly situation which i think that there's a place for that especially for younger people for sure yeah. that's way better than shoving it down everyone's throat <laughs> in my opinion yeah yeah, yeah. like I, i've gone through both and right, I'm, I'm, right. so i'm just like i like that vibe a lot better i'm like right. wait till we're adults and then you can start shoving it down our throat you know what i mean but when we're kids like that's just my viewpoint and i like what they were doing but then he comes up <laughs> And he starts preaching from Revelation, bro. He starts <laughs> preaching from Revelation and the hardcore shit. He's like, he was telling these kids, man. So this is, it was sixth grade to 12th grade. Okay. Jeez. The, that's, the, that's the, that's the uh, people who are here. And he is preaching to these kids that you are going to, and we're bringing our friends to this. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Everyone in here was bringing our friends to this. And he was preaching to them hardcore you are going to hell. You are going to burn an eternal flame if you don't accept Christianity. Oh, my god! It was crazy. Like, they lost, like, half of their people the next week. I saw it all happen. It was crazy. Because people were just like, F this, man. They totally, like, screwed everyone up. And then people weren't bringing their friends. It was, like, three months before it went back to anything that it was like. Right. It, it was the it was crazy. I've never That's seen funny. something go that wrong. It's like gone wrong but gone right. It's like they're a little yeah. too they're a little too real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like I don't know. It's just you can't it, when you talk about God, you can't just show like half of your half of your hand, you know what I'm saying? It like yeah, God's great, but you also you don't want to open with revelation, <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's not the that's yeah, not the I mean, opening. It's, it's very it's very interesting. I feel like there's only more and more um false gospel like happening as we continue on, you know, just the American yeah. church and stuff like that. Like there's a lot of pastors now who are becoming increasingly and increasingly false. Like I've seen I I saw the other day, I think it was in Toronto, there's a transgender church. Like and it's like you like first of all why just, be that specific you know what i mean it's yeah. like it doesn't make sense it nothing in the bible has anything to do with what gender you are you right. know what i mean there's not what i don't even know if they mentioned mention anything close to gender even in the bible i don't, I don't know i don't i don't know about that but <laughs> that's like that's a crazy <laughs> yeah it's like it's like there's just things going on that are like if you aren't rooted in god's word like it's easy to lose your footing because like i said you just changed the gospel like one two degrees like it's a completely different religion um it's very it's very specific about what what happens and stuff but you have to know and have like the the discernment to like know what is right and what is wrong because like for instance you know god says to love everybody but there's a like and a lot of Christians are like, oh, yeah, of course, we love to love everyone. But there's, you know, obviously, when you talk about, like, gay marriage, like, if you're a pastor, would you administer a gay wedding? Like, the truth is, like, you probably can't do that in good conscience just because that's God has very clear stances on homosexuality. And it's like, yeah, you know, there's a lot of sections like that in the Bible where it's all like, yes, there's this, but it's also there's this, too. And you have to, like, know well, that also, like, I don't like you know it just just to say the other side there too. I don't like it when the church, especially back like in like the early two thousands and late nineties, really focused in on the homosexuality thing. Like they were so anti-gay. It, it you know and what I mean? That's like not good either. And it's like yeah, it's like the Bible says like 
what, three, four verses about gay people, you know, it's not a big thing. You know what I mean? It's not like there's a whole chapter in the Bible about homosexuality. You know what I mean? It's not like Jesus was preaching about anti-gayness. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a sin in the Bible, but it's also like, it's like every other sin. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they did not treat it like every other sin. Oh yeah, for sure. It, and so that's I, what I'm saying is like, you need to have discernment. Like, it's like, yes, you know, homosexuality is wrong but then at the same time it's like you can't go and start like discriminating and hating on these people either like that's also wrong yeah so you Especially have to when like you reject you know? them from the church oh too. yeah 100 like, percent. that's it, it doesn't make any sense as wrong because as it gets pretty it be, much yeah because yeah. you're supposed to accept everyone everyone's a sinner that's like literally what it says and that's there. why it's so critical to be grounded like in the word and know like you know because like i said the bible says a lot of things like it says you know love everyone but it says like homosexuality is wrong like you have to be able to balance those but when two. the church was preaching that all the time everyone still went to church because these people aren't they don't know about the bible you know what i mean if you go to your everyday church and you ask these people about specifics about the bible they don't know you know what i mean i bet a lot of them haven't even read it you know it's yeah it's difficult man and so it's it's yeah i mean that's why i mean i'm sure revelation was scary to read too because in the end 144,000 are saved i mean when you think about a population of probably billions of people by then it's like that's a really really small number <laughs> that is a small number but you yeah man you look at the church too and you're just like it's it just there's so much non-logic going on inside the church like the bible's a fucking incredible book like objectively one of the best books ever written and if, if not the probably the best book ever written mm-hmm. objectively whether you believe in it or not right you know what i mean right. and it's like and you have a book like that and a religion like that and so many people inside the religion don't even open it up. You know what I mean? So it's like, how can you claim that you are in love with God and in love with the relationship with God, but literally one of the greatest books ever written, you have not even opened, you know what I mean? Or haven't even like and read that's one and studied. Thing, the church may not be God, but the word is God. And, and it's like, they, they say yeah. that in the Bible. because like, people are lazy, God bro. is the Bible. So like, if you're going to choose the church or the Bible, choose the Bible. 100%. So, like, what is better? Yeah. Going to church every single Sunday for five years or or for those five years, every single Sunday, you read the Bible that you've never read before. You if know you what I mean? If you can only do one or the other, it should be read the Bible. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. It's But it's not prioritized. And so that's, like, already one of the biggest it's not hypocritical no. things inside the church. Well, you just already see the discrepancy, right? Like, the Bible talks about how it's it is the narrow path right to to follow god and you see it's the most statistically christianity is the most popular religion in america in the um, world right in, is it in the world i, mean, I, I don't want to make that, i don't know if i want to make that claim yet but it, it could be i know for sure it's the most popular religion in america let's see christianity 31.2 percent islam 24.1 percent so in the world christianity in the world so that's already that's already a third of the entire planet almost so the way i see that is like that just shows how many people have like misinterpreted the bible because like god's very clear like not a lot of people are saved and it's not because it's like an exclusive club or anything like that it's because true christianity is not something you want to be a part of i mean it is something you want to be part of but it's kind of not also you know what i'm saying yeah like it's not no not very easy so it's like the fact that one in three people born are like Christian 
it shows how many people in my opinion have like misinterpreted the gospel or have someone has misinterpreted it to them and i think that's even more sad maybe i don't know because there's so many people who are manipulated good people you know good people who are manipulated by the prosperity gospel and you know false teaching and they're like they legitimately want to be saved and it's like and they're just giving like so much of their money to people who are just profiting just a cycle this is difficult just a cycle i didn't set a timer i think we went way over time oh really we are i totally forgot to set a timer but uh damn suit i did not even know about the prosperity gospel so that was that's actually like during quarantine i watched like a whole documentary on it it's, there's send Netflix. me that documentary because oh, well, I, yeah. I need to watch very, that. You might actually find it very like in- interesting because I feel like you might be able to relate a lot to it, you know? Yeah. Because you may have experienced some Maybe of that's Maybe yeah, so. th- that's probably what I experienced. I didn't know that there was a word for it, like prosperity gospel. Like that's like that's I didn't know until I watched the documentary too. And then so. I saw it and I was like, oh, this is... I like knew about it, but I never knew the name. And I was like, oh. I think, a lot, of, I think a lot of churches are prosperity gospel, man. A lot it's of easy. churches. It is, it's because it's easy and it makes you a lot of money, man. It makes you a lot of money if you get into it. Like, it's it's greed. It's just, you know, who doesn't want free money? Like, it's, right. it's free money. Literally, you're having, you're manipulating these people to give you money. Like, you're not, because a lot of businesses, right? You have to make a product. There's a, there's a demand and there's a cost. And it's like, oh, I have to make a product that people want. Imagine if you just have people handing you cash yeah for nothing dude that is the most profitable business yeah and geez. it's sad that it's the church that often is on that side so that sucks but anyway wrapping it up yeah see you guys next week see you guys next week <laughs>